Uh, we've been doing a message series on the Lord's Prayer, and, and I, listen, I like doing expository uh, kind of, it's been a little bit, a little bit more teaching than preaching, and so uh, I like doing that, but I just felt like uh, God s- spoke to me about speaking about something this morning that's a little different. And so first of all, if you're a guest with us, we want to celebrate. Come on. Come on. Guests, we love you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. Man. And um, yes, I am the pastor. No, you cannot leave yet, okay? (laughs) Listen, we're going to have fun. So I want to speak briefly this morning, which that might may or may not mean anything, uh, about being offended. And before I do that, let me just give you one announcement I forgot. Um, we're not going to have Elevate service tonight, but we are still going to gather uh, and have kind of a fellowship night. And um, so we'll, we'll be back in the fellowship hall and just spending time together as family. Is that okay? Is that okay? All right, cool. All right. And, and so if you want to bring something that's sugary and so I can eat that, that'd be great. <laughs> but we're just going to hang out at six like normal, but we're just going to spend time together as family. Come on. Uh, you, you will notice that I use the word, I use that family terminology a lot, and I do that on purpose because you are my family. Come on. We are one big family. When Jesus prayed, he prayed Abba, okay, and that he said, God, our Father. So we are all one big family. Come on, and uh, so I want to talk this morning. If you will turn to James with me, and uh, James is a small book in the New Testament, and so we're going to do a little, we're going to do a, a, a contest. So if you're the first person that finds James, not James Cheatham, I already found him. You're the first person that finds it. Come on, you want to say? I want you to say, I got it. Come on, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. So let me ask you a question. Have you noticed, don't worry, he's checking on the AC. Come on, we're going to keep that running in Jesus' name. Um, Have you noticed how people are so easily offended these days? Have you noticed that? Man, people get upset so fast. Come on. And I have, I have realized that sometimes Christians are the most offended people. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is that what we're supposed to do? Come on. Did, uh, did, did Jesus sit the disciples down and say, hey, guys, listen, this is the game plan. We're going to be offended all the time. We're going to be really mad at everybody. Peter was like, I got this, bro. Come on. So like if we, uh, so he said, hey, let's point out people's sins and let's gripe about culture and, if, and, and we're going to stand up for truth in an angry way. Is that what Jesus said? Come on. He said, do this. He said, if you really love me, then you should be offended by everything, mad and calling people out. And if you see somebody sinning, you need to post about it on Facebook. Come on. Is that what Jesus said? No. Come on. Pastor's being sarcastic. Pastor does not want you to be mad and post about somebody still on Facebook. That is one of the, to me, that's one of the saddest things is when I see a Christian that should speak in love. Now, don't get me wrong. We should speak with grace and truth. But grace and truth does not mean that you put somebody's dirty laundry out like that. Okay, grace and truth means if the, if the Holy Spirit releases you to speak to somebody, that's a big if, okay, because what, what, what happens is a lot of times people come up and they want to gripe at somebody, but they're scared they're going to hit him in the face. So what they'll do is they'll be like, 
Brother, I felt like the Lord has a word for you. You need a Tic Tac bad. In Jesus' name. You know, and it's like, what are you doing? So, listen, I am, uh, it just, man, it, it, it upsets me when I see Christians just so offended. And um, listen, I, I think that, that our, our tribe sometimes is the most upset about things. And that shocks me because we should be the most at peace about things. Amen? Come on, because we know the Prince of Peace, family. So, I, 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 I try to be uh, very um, unoffended. I try to be, uh, you know, slow to react to things. And um, uh, I'm not going to, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but I try to be slow to uh, uh, be offended. Um, You know, unless somebody uh, hurts Brittany, hurts my kids, betrays one of my friends, does something, you know, horrible, hurts one of my friends, criticizes the church, criticizes the sermon, makes fun of the clothes on, maybe I am easily offended. (laughs) Don't call me out, but no, listen, I try to be slow to offend it, but sometimes do, things do get under my skin, um, you know, and it, it, it upsets me, and I have to just say, hey, God, help me with this. Um, but I want to speak this morning for a little bit about being offended and being angry. And so, first of all, before I go any further, I want you to know I love you. Come on, I love you so much. I want the best for you. And if I say something this morning that offends you a little bit, I want you to know I'm not, I'm not up here trying to be a spooky, offend everybody preacher. I'm up here to share a word that I think probably a lot of us, probably everybody in here needs to hear, okay? We cool? We cool? Don't leave the church. Don't quit your, don't quit your small group. Just, all right, it's going to be all right. So, uh, so we're going to talk about, uh, the, my title this morning is No Offense, No Offense, okay? So let's pray one more time to just... Uh, I need all the help I can get this morning. God, I just pray right now, Father, that you would continue to be in this place. Uh, send, the, send the comforter right now. Send, the presence, send your presence this morning, God, as I uh, speak these words, as I, as I read your words this morning. God, I just pray that I would say everything that you want me to say and that, God, hearts, would, hearts and ears would both uh, hear this morning and retain, God, that, that everyone would leave this morning uh, a little bit closer or a lot closer to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So let's look at James chapter 1, verse 19. And it says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone, everyone, say, come on, can you say everyone with me? Everyone, that's all of us, should be quick to listen. Wives, do not elbow your husbands. We don't talk about those elbows. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Come on. Uh, Let me read that one more time because it's so good. It's so, so good. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Keep it in your brain. Everyone should be quick to listen slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So, how you doing? How you doing? We good on that? Like, we need to, we need to open the altars back up. Like, you know, how, how you doing? <laughs> Woo! Listen, I can remember when 
I would get just righteously angry about everything. And we talked a little bit in, in Sunday school this morning uh, about uh, some, some anger things. And, and I said, you know, uh, I, I still have that temper. Uh, it's a genetic thing with me. Some of my, uh, my ancestors had really explosive tempers, and, and pastors got a temper. And so what do you do with that? Come on. I don't know if you can ever fully get rid of that, but what you can do is every time that you feel like you're going to lose control, you can release that to Jesus. Amen? Come on. I don't think that you can go through life not getting mad at somebody, because if you drive down the road, you're going to get mad. Even if you're not mad at the people driving, you're going to be mad at the people that didn't fill the potholes in. Come on. And so... I don't think you can, I don't, I don't know a person that can go through life without being, without getting mad at somebody, but I do know a lot of people, because it's everybody sitting in this room, that can go through life handing things to Jesus, amen? amen. And so I can remember when I would, as a Christian, as a Christ follower, I would still get so mad at people, come on, you're driving down the road and somebody's getting all up in your stuff and you're just sitting there and you're, you're just, ah, and you honk and you, ah, and you're over here like cursing them. Hemorrhoids in the name of Jesus. Come on. It's bad. It's bad, y'all. You just get mad. And listen, I don't think that's a Christian attitude. Come on. You just get, woo. And we just feel like, well, it's okay because I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. And, and I can be mad because I'm not sinning, even though in your, you really are in your anger. You get so mad. And things just start getting under your skin. Have you ever been in a movie and somebody started texting real loud, and they got the thing on their phone went, you know what I'm talking about, the key sounds? Some of y'all know. Yeah, I took that off my phone. Youth pastors know what I mean. Somebody, so like you're in a movie. Somebody starts talking on a phone. That's like, what? And then somebody calls somebody from the movie. What are you doing? Uh, y'all know that Outside of the church, I worked for the worked for the funeral home. Go to a lot of funerals, and I remember one time I was sitting there in a funeral, and I'm just kind of standing there, just watching everything, making sure nothing weird's going on, and and I hear a voice, and I'm like, what is that? And I look over, and it's somebody, and they said, no, and I'm like, what do you mean no? I'm in a funeral. Why'd you answer the phone? <laughs> Put your phone down. All right, I'm sorry. See, see, it's making me sweat. We all have those moments where we get just angry about things. Come on. Uh, you hear people talking and they get mad. Vax, no vax. Mask, no mask. People just, wow, get tribal, get mad about that stuff. Come on. A leader abused power. You voted for this person. You voted for that person. The clock tower in Spring Hill is voting for everybody. Going by the signs. There's 400 signs in that. I'm, it's the most beautiful place in Spring Hill. We got 267 political signs. I'm sorry. Let me get off that. <laughs> Come on. Listen. Uh, you get mad. Somebody kneels for the anthem or they stand for the anthem. People get mad about all And then here's what happens. Then some, you get mad if somebody's not mad about the thing you're mad about. And you say, why aren't you mad? Well, you know, whatever. Well, you should be mad. You should be mad. And then you get mad at them for not being mad. It's just angry people. And I have noticed, guys, I have noticed that it almost seems like people are comfortable 
in their anger. And that is a scary thought for me. That is a scary thought that people could be comfortable just being mad all the time. Just being mad. I used to, um, listen, y'all, I really had a problem with this. And Pastor Daphne, she's, y'all, y'all do not know the impact that Pastor Daphne has had on my, li on my life and on my ministry. And, and I was just mad, 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 mad. Pastor Daphne came in and she aggressively shut the door in, in my, when I was still the youth pastor, shut the door in my office. She sat down. She said, I need to talk to you. And I was like, I'm sorry. She said, what are you mad at? And I, I was frustrated with some things. And she said, you need to calm down. She said, you're going to get an ulcer and you're gonna, your hair's going to fall out. So anyway, hey, I don't, I, no, I, I calmed down. I calmed down. Don't, that's not why that happened. No. <laughs> Woo. Listen, people get comfortable being mad and they just, they exist in anger. And church family, that's not what God wants for you. That is not what God wants for your life. For you just to be mad all the time? No. Come on. No. I think that sometimes when people feel angry about things, they get mad about something, they feel morally superior. Can I get off on this? I'm right, and that's why I'm mad. I'm up here. I'm right. You wrong. That's why I'm mad at you, because I'm right, and you're wrong. Morally superior. Y'all, let me tell you something. Christian family, Christian family, we're not better than anyone else. We are not better than anyone else. Come on. We're not better than anyone else. The only thing we do different is we know the one who gives peace. Come on, and our lives should reflect that. Let me preach. Our lives should reflect that in everything we do. Come on, I don't want, church family, I don't want us to go out and, and be getting mad about things and freaking out. Sometimes you want somebody to, I want them to know that I'm mad because I didn't get my receipt. Who cares? They're going to email it to you anyway. I want them to know that I'm mad because I had to go through a self-checkout. What? Come on, y'all. We ruin our witness. We ruin our uh, gospel message when we project anger, when we project impatience, when we project anything other than peace. Come on, somebody. Y'all with me this morning? I'm going to keep going. Listen, God calls us to be peacemakers. Why? Because we know the peacemaker himself. Amen? So I don't want us to be doing that. So look, watch this. Um, I want to ask you a question. Your anger, you've lost it. I lost my cool. Pastor, I lost my cool. Somebody was, they bought the last stick of beef jerky, and I got mad. Did that, did that help your witness? Well, I bet they, are they in church this morning? You know, listen, I haven't been a pastor very long, but in my short tenure, I've never had somebody come in and say, Pastor, hey, are you the pastor? Wow, cool. Listen, I just want to let you know, one of your members chewed my honey at the grocery store, and it immediately made me want to come to this church because I thought, man, if there's a bunch of butt chewers there, that's where I want to go. That has never happened. And I don't want to say never, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Is your anger, are your outbursts of anger making you more like Jesus? Y'all cool? We good? We good? There ain't no choir. Uh-oh. 
Nobody to back me up. No, come on. Listen, this is as much for me as it is for y'all. Come on. Because I do get frustrated. Watch this. James, James says this. Everyone, this is verse 19, one more time. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Verse 20. Because human anger, listen to me, does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Come on, let me read that one more time because we all need to memorize that memory verse. Come on. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Human anger just it gets explosive over the smallest little things because we get freaked out or we get upset and emotions just start going and it makes a big snowball effect. And it's not effective. Come on, it doesn't make me or you more like Jesus. And it doesn't bring people closer to us. Come on. I love the saying we have here at Community Church. We love souls, not situations. Because you can get real mad at a situation. But if you love Jesus and you're following him with everything you've got, then you're not mad at any souls. Because that's not the way he is. Come on, somebody. Come on. Y'all with me this morning? Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. But pastor, wait a minute. Hold on. I have righteous anger. You have what? I have righteous anger. I'm angry over sin. I'm angry at the sin. Listen, almost always, let me get real. I'm gonna come down the steps. Can I be real with y'all this morning? Almost always, when I hear someone say, Pastor, I'm mad at the sin. It's somebody else's sin. When's the last time you got mad at your own sin? When's the last time you got mad at your own stuff and said, God, I'm enraged at the way that I've been acting and I need to do better? Come on, let me tell you something. That is the kind of anger that can lead to a change. When you get mad at the way that you've been doing things and you say, God, I need help with this, that is when help comes. Come on. Come on, you with me this morning? I'm going to go back up here. Come on. All right. So, <laughs> Lord, help me with this next part. Listen, our anger is not really, when we get mad at other people's stuff, your anger is not really righteous anger. It is self-righteous anger. Come on. We criticize somebody else's foul language, but we ignore our own spiritual pride. Come on. We judge someone's sexual sin, but we ignore our own gluttony. Come on. You offended? Come on. Are you, are you mad at me yet? Uh, we always think it's our, our anger is justified because it's our anger. Come on. And we're Jesus folks. Come on, dude. I love your soul, man, but I'm so mad at you. You know, God calls us to something better than that. Come on. God calls us to something better than that. Is your anger helping make the world a better place? Is it changing people's uh, minds? Is it bringing more joy, uh, more joy, more peace, more happiness? Is it causing you to be a more loving person? Come on, let's, let's think about those things this morning. Because God calls us to all of those. But anger is getting in the way. So listen to this. I think we all have a decision to make this morning. We need to decide... Do I want to make a point or do I want to make a difference? Come on, let me say that one more time. Let me ask that one more time. Do I want to make a point or do I want to make a difference? 
Because let me tell you something, I don't think that Jesus calls us to be running around making points. I think that he wants us to be world changers. And winning an argument on Facebook is not changing the world, church family. Come on. Jesus replied, this is Matthew 22. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. You don't have to be angry to do that. Don't have to be angry to love somebody. Jesus didn't call us to be right. He called us to be loving. You've got to be angry to fight against injustices. You've got to be angry to step, stand against things. I don't think so. I think if you look at people that are soldiers and uh, martial artists, they know how to fight. Come on. People, join, people going to UFC, they know how to fight. Are they mad? No, they're disciplined. God wants discipline, not anger. Come on. You with me this morning? Come on. As disciples of Jesus, how do we do battle against forces of darkness? We lead with love, not anger. We're not trying to make a point. We're not trying to say, hey, man, you're wrong for that. You're wrong for that. And again, let me tell you something. Sometimes you do have to help someone. Hey, listen, you know, we're not going to, you know, that's, that's not a good thing to be doing all the time. But God will release you to do that. God will release you to speak into someone's life like that. And even then, you're not doing it with anger. You're doing that with love. You're leading with love. You're not making a, you don't want to make a point. Hey, Pastor JB was right, and he helped, he got me, and he, and he got all over me, and I'm in trouble. No, that's not the goal. The goal is to make a difference, not a point. So how do we learn to let go of anger, to overcome offenses, not get so offended all the time, especially when you're driving down the highway? Second Timothy, the first thing, I'm sorry, the first thing is to lower your expectations of others. I'm so shocked that that person did that thing, and I'm just going to have to go and, and just be all mad about it for the rest of the day, and I just can't believe it. Second Timothy says this, Second Timothy 3 says, People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, come on, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. The Bible tells us that people that are living in sin that sinners are going to sin. That people that have a, sin of, a sinful life will do sinful things. We shouldn't be shocked about that. And instead, uh, instead of being all upset, oh, oh, man, did you hear that word that dude said? He said a cuss. Instead of freaking out, why can't we just, again, lead with love? Hey, listen, we're all people. We're all humans, and they're they not a soul in here that doesn't mess up 
Thank you for hanging out at Community Church. Thank you for being here this morning. I pray that we all strive our best, but you're going to mess up. You're going to pastor messes up. You're going to mess up. And so I don't think, family, I don't think we should just start freaking out when people make mistakes. I think we should lean into them and say, hey, that was a mistake. But guess what? God's grace is sufficient. Let's keep moving because that's what God does for us. Amen. I will let you down. I will let you down. And, and promise me this. If JB ever upsets you, JB ever lets you down, you don't, you're not going to get up and, and just, I'm so mad. I'm so mad at that church because the pastor let me down. Ah, and get on Facebook. That church sucks because the pastor let me down. Don't, you know, and leave the faith. I'm not the faith. Come on, the faith is in Jesus. And I will let you down. But he will not. Come on, I just want to throw that in there. Listen, Jesus was never shocked by self-righteousness. Jesus was never scandalized by immoral behavior. Jesus, you know, when, uh, when the woman uh, uh, that was accused of adultery, when he walked up on that, you know, he didn't go, what did she do? What? With who? He didn't do that. Oh, I got to go tell John. He go over here, John. John, do you know what she did? Bro, with five of them. Let's pray about it. That's not what he did, family. What did Jesus do? Come on, what did, God, you're so good. What did Jesus do? Come on. Jesus leaned into that situation. Woo. Jesus didn't lose it with his disciples. Y'all, the disciples are something else, man. There was 12 of them. It was like having 12 sons. Woo, could you imagine? And that dude, Peter, man. And they're over here arguing, Jesus, who's going to be the best in the kingdom? Jesus, who's going to sit at your right hand? Jesus, who's going to, Jesus, 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 you know? And Jesus didn't, he didn't lose it. He didn't kick them out of the club. He didn't say, y'all can't be at this church no more. Come on. He wasn't shocked by that kind of behavior. So we shouldn't be either. Come on. We should not be either. Peter. Let's talk about Peter. I love Peter. Peter said, Jesus, I will never betray you. I will never sin against you. I will never, 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 never. And what did he do, family? He didn't just betray Jesus once. Church family, he betrayed him three times. In the same night, that dude couldn't even go to bed without betraying Jesus three times. <sighs> I say God is so good a lot. God, you're so good. You'll hear, me, you'll hear pastors say that. you hear us say so good, so good, so good. And here's why. Because even though Peter betrayed Jesus three times, did not want to be associated with him, when he came back, what did Jesus do, church family? Did he say, I mean, get away from me. You stab me in the back. No. He said, welcome back, Peter. I have a mission for you. I forgive you. I have purpose for you. Feed my sheep. Lead people. Come on. That is so good. And let me just give you something this morning as we get ready to close. Church, uh, the band, you guys can come back.
That's what Jesus does for us. Because he is not surprised when we mess up. The second thing, we want to we get over that, that offense, that offended anger. Raise your gratitude for God's grace. I want to do something real quick. Show of hands. Is there anyone here who's never sinned? You never lied. You never, come on, come on. Come on, be careful. Man. <laughs> well, I don't see any hands. I don't see any hands. <clears throat> Church family, we all fail. We all mess up. And I am so thankful. I am so thankful that God is so good that even when we do mess up he's not offended and just ugh, I don't want them anymore and so here's what I want to challenge you with this morning if you would could, could we stand together and I want to pray together to close here <clears throat> Whenever you encounter something that offends you, that makes you mad, y'all hear me, this is very important. I know we've had a lot of fun this morning. Come on, pastors told some jokes. Y'all gave me courtesy laughs. Thank y'all for that. But this is very important for someone that follows Jesus. It is very, very important that you stand on what James wrote, that we be slow to speak, that we be slow to anger, that we have self-control. That's why we talk about that being one of the fruits of the Spirit. Okay? That's important. And I want you to remember that. Something goes wrong this week. Somebody offends you. Somebody makes you mad. I want you to remember that God calls us not to anger, not to make a point, but to make a difference. And so, this is what I think about. When I get upset with somebody, I think about how foolish I've been in my life. And I think about the grace that God has had with me. And I think about the grace that God's people have had with me. And I'm so thankful for the goodness of God, for the grace of God. And when you rest in that, <clears throat> When you lean back on that thankfulness, God, thank you for having grace, for having mercy on me. Church family, I can't be mad at people. I can't be enraged. Sure, I can be upset and I can be disappointed. <clears throat> but I can't be so mad that I don't love their soul anymore when I think about how good God has been for me. And so let's do those two things this week because you're going you're to be faced with somebody that makes you mad. I promise Let's remember that that person is not perfect, nor are we. And let's remember that we do serve one who is perfect and his grace is sufficient. Amen. And I, I challenge you to see how mad you can get when you really keep those two things on your heart. 
Let's pray together. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let's focus in on what, what, what God has spoken to us this morning. God, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for revealing through the Holy Spirit right now. Some of us have acted in anger. Some of us have said things we should not have said. We have cursed people. We have not represented you, Jesus, in the way that we behave ourselves. And so God, right now, starting with me, God, I repent for that. I repent for acting in anger. Church family, let's just do that all around this room. We don't have to make a big spectacle. Let's talk to our Father right now. Father, I repent. I recognize that I have been impatient with people. I recognize that I have not given people a chance. I recognize that I have expected people to be perfect when they're not. And God, I recognize that I've forgotten about how good your grace is. And God, I repent for that. I repent with sincerity right now, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for taking that from me. Thank you for taking that sin from me, God. We just lift you up right now in this place. You're so good. You're so, so good. And God, I just pray right now that those of us who have who said that little prayer of repentance, that said, God, we realize we've messed up and we want to do better. God, I just pray that you bless that. God, I pray that you bless that attitude, that you bless that heart of leaning into you, God, of trying to do better. God, empower us to have patience. Empower us to speak words given by the Holy Spirit into people's lives. And God, give us the faith to hand that anger, to hand that offense to you every single time it rears its ugly head up. It's a daily thing, God. Sometimes it's more than that. It's an hourly thing. It could be a minute-by-minute minute thing, God. But I just pray right now that you give us the ability, God. Give us the faith to hand those moments to you, to believe in you moment by moment, situation by situation. God, you're so good. And I thank you, I, I thank you for your presence, for your word, God, and for your mighty the, the mighty moves that you make in our lives. You're so, so good.